I'm your host, Arrow Kopak, and you're listening to the podcast MP3, Mastering Personality, Perspective, and Productivity. I want to share with you my why. When I talk about knowing your why, think of it like a compass. It's the guide that keeps you on track. It's okay if you go off the path a little bit, but your why keeps you centered. It keeps you directed, keeps you intentional. When you know your why, you don't have to worry about getting too lost because your why will always bring you back to your purpose. Without your why, it's common to be constantly questioning, what's the value? What's the purpose of what I'm doing right now? But if you know your why, you can have a quick determination of, is this in alignment with what I want to give to the world, with who I want to be or not? My why is tied to the work that I do with people and the tools for my why consist of understanding people on a deeper level. So this episode is titled Personality with a tie to the why because understanding personality types tie to my why. When you understand your why, you can see the different tools that you come across that can help you get there and help you fulfill your purpose faster, greater. There's a quote by Bishop T.D. Jakes. It goes like this. If you can't figure out your purpose, figure out your passion. For your passion will lead you right into your purpose. Roger, as you join me, will you share your why? And I will share mine with our audience. Thanks for asking, Ariel. Yeah, my why. I do what I do because I love to encourage the daylights out of people. And I love to leave them better off than I found them. And I'm not the one who came up with that quote, but it really resonates with me to the extent that I can leave them better off than I find them. My why is to encourage, be the energizing encourager. That's me in a nutshell. And I missed it for so long, but my path, as you just described, helped me understand what that is. So my why is to be the energizing encourager. And I so agree with what you said. We're talking about tools and the tools that we'll, we'll talk about in just a bit here. I love the personality tools that are out there. What's your why? So my why, when I share, you'll probably understand why personality types are so important to me. And I share sometimes that they tie to my dorky side where for a couple of years, I would be studying personality types at 11 o'clock at night when I couldn't sleep, going on Pinterest and searching articles on personality types because I wanted to better understand those around me. I wanted to know why. Why are things the way that they are? Why do people act as they do? Why do they respond in such a way under certain circumstances? And I found there was so much applicable information in the studying of personality types because it helped me to understand the world and the people around me. And that led to the further development of my why because when I understood someone's personality type and perhaps even helped them understand theirs, it brought the, oh, that's why. That's why I'm doing this. That's why I've been responding this way. That's why this is triggering me. My why is to help people to understand and believe, truly believe, that they were intentionally beautifully designed and there's nothing wrong with their design. When they understand how they're designed and they understand how they have come to be, how their tendencies are, they can learn that, they can be empowered with that information and they can ideally drop the tendency to think I should be another way, right? I should be like this person or I'm supposed to be structured or I'm supposed to be more creative or I'm supposed to be et cetera, et cetera. When you just understand how you're intentionally designed, you can embrace your strengths and not feel that you're less than or not enough. And that's really my why is to help people to really understand how they're wired 
and be empowered with that information and frankly, embrace and love themselves more as a result of that level of understanding. That's my why. That is incredibly deep, beautiful, and meaningful what your why is. You want people to be better off. You want them to be better, right? Yes. I'm with you. And I love how we both want to do that for others. And we go about it in some similar ways, yet we do do it very differently. What I enjoy about that is that we like the results that come out the other side. Absolutely. You, I know, you like to dig deep and I like to elevate. (laughs) So I've said this to you before. We're like a yin and yang of what happens when we work with people, right? You get in and help see what barriers are blocking them. And I want to take that product that what's happened to them after they have released that barrier. And once that barrier is down, right, they can go straight. They can choose to quote unquote, go down or up. And I'd love to see people elevate. I want to help them see what's possible for them, what the next level is for them, what it's like for them, not only to elevate themselves to a higher purpose or a new direction, but I want them to take that elevation and give it to other people. So good. Yeah. As you share that, Roger, I think sometimes people can think, well, if I focus on my personality or if I share that either with myself or with someone else, that may limit, that may hold back, that may be the opposite of elevation, right? So how do you use or understand the application of understanding someone's personality? How do you utilize that in your why of elevating others? Yeah, I love the MBTI when I got turned on to it probably about eight, 10 years ago when I actually went to a class on it. And we've talked about this before. I thought it was a great way that I could just instantly type somebody and see who they were. And you and I have called that box thinking. and. Since we've talked, I've rapidly unwoven that thinking into, no, no, no. What it is, it's an entree into seeing who they are. So if somebody chooses to share a piece of their personality with me that somebody says, hey, Roger, I tend to be a little more introverted. Well, that's some information I can use then to think about how I communicate with them, how much extroversion they might tolerate. I'm not going to assume, but at least it's information to help guide. The same thing with whether they're a perceiver or a judger, those kinds of things help me get an inkling into where they might be coming from. So I'll get to the chase here that I like the Myers-Briggs and the personality types. So I like to find out the why too. I like to know what's going on with someone or where they're coming from or what their clarity tools are so that it, it enhances the connection. That's really what it's all about. Do I have to know that ahead of time? Not one bit. But I think the more information that we have the easier it is to make informed or better decisions about how we can connect, communicate, and work with someone. Absolutely. The connection and communication is key because it can give you such insight. You and I were just talking about how we perceive and receive different information and how knowing that, knowing where we're coming from, can allow for such more powerful collaboration versus expecting the other person to be coming from where we're coming from. Right. And that's a great example. So you and I will work together and I like to draw. I like to draw pictures. I love to see a visual model of it. So as you and I were describing a particular process of people, well, what do I do? I start drawing stick figures. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful stick figures. Right? Oh, they were gorgeous. I mean, please, artist, I'm not, but I know I want my pictures, right? I used to be called Captain Whiteboard, by the way. Never met a whiteboard I didn't like. And that whenever I was in project management, I had to just draw things out on a whiteboard. And that's why I always carry around that big 11 by 17 sheet paper I have. You know, I just got to draw. I got to have room to draw. So while you're explaining something to me, I'm drawing it out. 
and you're making space for me to draw it. And then you would like the order of things, right? Mm -hmm. You wanted to see things in step by step. And I honor that, right? So I know that you choose to perceive information that way. So after I'm done drawing the picture, we check in, you show me the list and you say, hey, is this what you meant? And nine times out of 10, yeah, that's it. So it's at least a confirming moment, but we're giving space because we understand what each other's preferences are for consuming that information that it works. Right. And as we're talking about this with the connection communication, it allows for that. But I think it also allows for a deeper understanding of yourself and how you work best. So if you thought that you should be writing lists because you are in a project management role and everyone else is writing in lists and you adapt to that, you would be holding back your own strength. Your strength to visualize, your strength to see, your strength to connect the dots and pull it all together. I think of it as I break it down and you tie it all together. And if you were holding back because you thought, well, I'm supposed to do the lists like everyone else or go step by step like everyone else, you would be hindering your strength. That awareness is part of why I'm so passionate about personality types because you can say, I know this is how I work. Doesn't mean I can't adapt. Doesn't mean I can't work with you in this mode. But I want you to know that I work best in this mode and my most powerful creativity, the best ideas, and the most authentic communication is going to come through this format. And if you have that awareness, then you can vocalize it and you can communicate the why. No, completely. There was another piece of that that is really good. When we talk about personality types, it's important to me to understand we're talking about creating space, but creating safe spaces to do that. And another example of that style between us is at least knowing when the other has something to share or how they prefer when to share. You know, what I'm going back to is I personally will tell a story or go on for a long time, and I tend to, about a particular idea. And let's just say, for example, you just got to number one in your list of eight, and I happen to go on with it for a long time, yet you're itching to get through your entire eight, and I'm still talking on number one. Has that ever happened? Uh, Maybe once or twice. Yeah, you think? (laughs) Right? Right? And so the power of, well, we're bringing in more communication stuff here, Mm -hmm. but the ability to recognize and understand that, oh, wait a minute, I should probably let Ariel... get through her list (laughs) and then go back and talk about these things. That's another way of understanding your preferences for communicating, getting everything out on the table and then discussing versus me wanting to tell a story and and visualize and, and map out just one thing in the list. So I can tell you from experience, you mentioned my project management days. (laughs) Yeah. There were a lot of times I was on a team and my strength was hampered to a point where it was almost like, I hate to say this, but like animal training where the dog gets the rap on the nose, the old school days of doing that. It's what it felt like. It's like, we're going to handcuff you. We're not going to let you run with your gift. And it's like telling somebody, shut off that part of your personality. And it's like, you're shooting off my preference here or stifling my preference for how I work best. So yeah, the choice was then either adapt or find another team. (laughs) And the truth is you can be a great project manager. There's a lot of things that you can do, but you might have to do them a little bit differently than the stereotypical way or than the traditional way in order for your strengths to shine, to be furthered and let out. And I think that the challenge is realizing that there is not just one right way to do something. But when you embrace different personality types, I think you can really see all right, how can their strength contribute and apply. Oftentimes, in my experience as one with a preference for thinking, 
I would have to lean on my friends and coworkers who have a preference for feeling and say, all right, how is this going to come across? Right? Or how do I need to do, adapt my communication? Or how would you perceive this? Because I'm just thinking about, we need to get this done, or this is the end result. And I know I have a tendency to forget the potential emotional impact that this could have of those around me. Might sound a little bit funny now that I'm a mindset coach and I talk about emotional roadblocks. But at the time, and even still in my preference, it's something I have to work on, be intentional about, and also lean on others whose strength it is, because it's still likely not going to be my strength. Even if I may work on it, even if it's no longer a big hindrance, it's still likely not going to be my natural strength like it is for someone else. That's a great observation about your own way of doing that. I know I think differently now that I'm not in a corporate culture and I have the freedom to ask more of those friends for how I should state something or how I might be able to think about something differently in my business. And that's the beauty of understanding your personality types and perhaps being able to maybe assess or understand what other people's are. You and I were talking about this the other day that I could pick out maybe one or two types of someone I was working with the other day. And when she told me what her type was and she wanted to know mine, I was blown away because my preconceived notion of who this person was based on other people of this type just blew me away because I still had a little bit of box thinking. And then I pulled out that phrase, what would Ariel say? And Ariel would say, (laughs) Roger, quit the box thinking. So the awareness of our personality types came out after the call And it was such a beautiful revelation. I'm an ENFP. She was an ISTJ. And everything we were talking about, she was coming across as this effusive extrovert. And I'm not trained enough to recognize it, but I was pleasantly blown away. And what she said was that, yeah, no, she's learned when to lean into her extroverted side when she prefers her introversion. And that right there is a beautiful example of when you both have awareness of your types, you can know when someone is frankly leaning into their non-natural preference for you. And you can acknowledge that and you can be thankful for that, especially in couples since opposites attract, knowing that the other person is likely going to not have the same preference or inclination. It allows for a greater appreciation when they are stepping out of their preference or leaning into the opposite of their preference for you to show that they care or to give or to meet you partway. When you understand that's not their natural inclination, you can more acknowledge the effort that it took for them to meet you in that space. And I think that that is why personality types allow for a greater appreciation and understanding of self and also a greater appreciation and understanding of those whom you care about. That's what I enjoy about the connection to emotional intelligence because emotional intelligence, as we've said before, I appreciate the self-awareness piece and I love the social awareness piece too. So there's a, a lot of that crossover that is just extremely appealing. So I wanted to ask you, what got you interested in personality types? Ooh, a few things. One was having conflict with a coworker and trying to seek out the source of that conflict. We talked about that in that prior episode. Allowed me to get a little bit deeper even further and see the value of understanding personality types. One, if I'm being honest, I had a crush on a guy and I was like, why in the world would I have a crush on this person? Doesn't fit my normal stereotypical type. And so the nerd that I am, I went and searched my type and found out what are the ways to attract someone of my type. And I was like, he did that and that and that and that. Oh, that explains it. (laughs) (laughs) Did he know he was doing it? I don't know. Oh, I don't think he knew my type and was doing it with that intentionality. But he happened to do all the things that catch an ESTP's attention. He was checking off boxes and he didn't even know (laughs) it. 
Wow. Yes. So whenever I feel or think something that doesn't seem logical because I have a preference for thinking, I have to go and investigate why. So that was a poll as well as a friend who is one of my best friends. is wired very differently from me. And I wanted to better understand. I wanted to understand how she was thinking and what made us process so differently. So digging in and studying personality types allowed for a greater understanding and empathy with a friend, which I greatly appreciate having friends who are opposite of me because it allows for a continual balance of perspective. As well as just truly great awareness of self in all of these areas that allowed for me to know when I was truly being honest with myself and with others about who I am, how I am, how I best work. And I could say it with confidence when I knew it, when I had the, I guess you call it the data or the backing, the evidence, the education to say, this is how I best work, or this is why I'm reacting this way. Or you might need to give me some time to process this because I struggle to process feelings up front in the moment. I'm not always aware of my feelings because I'm just thinking about what needs to get done. So if you want to have a feelings conversation, we should probably wait a couple hours or a couple <laughs> days. Just that awareness so that I could speak to people in a way that allowed them to know where I was really coming from and understand myself in a way that allowed them to understand me so that we could have more clear communication and vice versa with me understanding them. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks for asking. You bet. Absolutely. So tying this all back to the why. My why for understanding personality types on a deeper level is to help people understand how they're beautifully, intentionally designed without error, with clear structure. There's a reason, there's a method to the madness, right? There's purpose behind your design and it's beautiful and it's wonderful and there's no should be any different. That is my why for tying the personality understanding as a tool to embracing your beautiful intentional design and then empowering you with that knowledge to know how to better communicate and better manage your world around you in a way that serves your strengths, your personality, and the impression that you want to make on this world. That's my why with personality types. Roger, would you recap yours? Yeah, mine is so that you can elevate other people. That's where it all comes from for me. Understanding personality types so that using personality as a meaningful tool, use it for good, not for bad. (laughs) Use it for good, not for evil. And use it as a means of connecting. And while you're connecting, you can use personality types to do something good for that person. Like I said, leave them better off than you found them, as well as leave them with an elevating thought that they can pass on to the next person that they meet. So good. With that, this is Ariel and Roger helping you to master your personality, perspective, and productivity. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. If you want to know more about the podcast, events, workshops, or coaching, visit harnessyourhindrance.com slash mp3. And don't forget to subscribe for the podcast mailing list on our website. I have three asks. I ask that you listen to at least three episodes of this podcast before giving a rating, but then please do. I ask that you share this with three people who may benefit from the conversation you heard today. And I ask that you capture your three takeaways from this content. You may always text message MP3 to 888-523-2494 to stay informed when new episodes come out. Again, thank you for listening.